from News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. This is Texas News Radio. I'm Dennis Foley. Coming up, El Paso's unrelenting COVID outbreak. I'm ABC's Jim Ryan in Texas. The story is coming up. The president may be considering starting a media venture to take on Fox News. A local teacher's in some trouble for the extracurricular activities he wanted the teenage student to take part in. And some of your favorite police reality TV shows may be banned from Texas. This is Texas News Radio. KTSA AccuWeather. Tonight, turning cloudy and mild with a low 57 in the hill country to 65 along the Riverwalk. Tomorrow, considerable clouds with a high of 81. Saturday, very warm with periods of clouds and sun and a high 84. I'm Gregory Patrick with your KTSA Stevens Roofing AccuWeather forecast. This is Texas News Radio. Another 10,000 people in Texas have tested positive for COVID-19. El Paso County has more than 29,400 active COVID cases. That's more than Houston's Harris County, which is six times larger in population. And the strain on the healthcare system is extreme. 51% of all patients in our hospitals right now are COVID patients. Ricardo Samaniego is El Paso's county executive. The state of Texas is sending in another supply of resources, including medical personnel and equipment, mobile testing sites, and personal protective gear. Jim Ryan, ABC News, Dallas. Minority leader, well, House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy says Democrats will enter 2021 with their slimmest majority in the House since World War II. Speaking to reporters, the California Republicans said the national elections represented a mandate against socialism. He also insisted that recounts and challenges in the presidential election still need to play out in order to get this right. In addition to his phone calls with world leaders, President-elect Joe Biden also spoke with Pope Francis this morning. The Biden transition team says that Pope Francis extended his congratulations and blessings to the president-elect. According to a readout of their phone call, Biden expressed his desire to work with the Pope on, quote, the basis of a shared belief in the dignity and equality of all humankind. Biden specifically citing issues such as caring for the marginalized and the poor, addressing climate change, and welcoming and integrating immigrants and refugees into communities. Biden is only the second American Catholic to be elected president after John F. Kennedy. The former VP attends Catholic Church weekly in his hometown of Wilmington, Delaware. Karen Travers, ABC News, Washington. President Donald Trump is reportedly considering starting his own digital media company and plans to take on Fox News. Axios reports the president told his friends, uh, told friends he wants to clobber the conservative cable news network. Trump and his allies were upset that Fox News was the first to call Arizona for Democrat Joe Biden on election night. A teacher in the Northeast Independent School District has been arrested after allegedly soliciting sex from a 14-year-old girl. The girl told police that 29-year-old Christopher Rocha sent her messages on social media and asked if she would have sex with him. According to the arrest document, Rocha sent the girl inappropriate photos of himself on Snapchat. The 14-year-old student provided investigators with screenshots of the messages, and Rocha reportedly admitted making the comments. He resigned Monday from his teaching position at Kruger Middle School and was arrested the next day and charged with having an improper relationship relationship with a student. Elizabeth Ruiz, KTSA News. Selena's family's being sued by a man who claims he should have been involved in the new Netflix series on her life. Moctezuma Esparza claims Abraham Quintanilla gave him the production rights in 1995 after his daughter's murder in Corpus Christi. 
He also claims to have discussed a potential miniseries about the Queen of Tejano before her family signed a deal with Netflix. He wants at least a million dollars. The series debuts next month. This is Texas News Radio. KTSA Money News. From ABC News, Wall Street now stock skidded on worries about this latest surge in the coronavirus pandemic, which could be the worst so far. The Dow plunged 317 points, the S&P 500 gave up 36, and the Nasdaq closed down 77. Many analysts along Wall Street are still optimistic the market can climb higher and set more records amid optimism. A vaccine may be coming for COVID-19, but several risks remain, which could trip up the markets in the near term. Rising above them all is the continuing pandemic, with daily counts climbing in nearly every state across the country. The number of people seeking unemployment benefits fell last week to 790. It's the fourth straight drop, in economists say it's a sign that the job market is slowly healing. Consumer prices were unchanged last month. The Labor Department says the flat reading in October was the lowest in five months and an indication that the price spike this summer is beginning to fade, even with coronavirus cases rising. Daria Albinger, ABC News. From News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071, this is Texas News Radio. Joe Biden is holding on to his lead in Arizona as the vote count goes on, but it has tightened even more. Only 11,635 votes separate Joe Biden and Donald Trump in Arizona as a vote count continues on. The race is still not close enough to trigger a recount in the state, and even if President Trump took the lead in Arizona, he would not be projected to win the presidency. And in Nevada, officials say they could wrap up their ballot counting tonight. That's ABC's Alex Stone. The mother of an Illinois teen charged in the August shooting deaths of two protesters in Wisconsin is speaking out in support of her son. Wendy Rittenhouse, the mother of Kyle Rittenhouse, the 17-year-old charged with the shooting deaths of two protesters in Kenosha, Wisconsin, defending her son. He's not a monster. Rittenhouse traveling from his home in Illinois to Kenosha amid demonstrations protesting the police shooting of Jacob Blake, a black man. She tells ABC's WLS-TV that once there, her son joined groups protecting businesses from looting. It was self-defense. He was chased by a bunch of mob. She didn't say how her son acquired the weapon that he used in the shootings. If he didn't have that gun, he would have been dead. Dave Packer, ABC News. Six American soldiers are among eight peacekeepers killed in a helicopter crash in the Middle East. A helicopter carrying a U.S.-led force of international peacekeepers crashed during a routine mission in Egypt's Sinai Peninsula. Even though Islamic militants from ISIS are active in Sinai, officials say there is no indication the crash was was anything except an accident. One wounded American soldier was evacuated to a hospital here in Israel. Robert Berger, CBS News, Jerusalem. Dow's police say this year's spike in violent crime is mostly caused by acquaintances who shoot each other after having an argument. The DPD held a virtual news conference Wednesday to discuss how they plan to fight the violence. So far, Dallas has had 211 murders this year, more than at this time last year which had the most in 10 years. The police say they plan to step up patrols in the city's known crime hotspots and rely on the community for help. A dead dog is the cause of a crash that sent a motorcycle rider to the hospital. It was just before 3 a.m. this morning when a man traveling east on the Highway 90 access road hit a dead dog. The man stopped to check for damage to his vehicle, and that's when he heard a loud crash. He saw a man on a motorcycle hit the dead animal and lose control of his bike. The man tells police the biker fell off his Harley and slid across the highway before slamming into a guardrail. He was brought to University Hospital in critical condition with a severe head trauma. He was not wearing a helmet. 
Don Morgan, KTSA News. A new bill to be considered by the Texas legislature would ban state and local police from taking part in rally TV shows. State Rep. James Tellerico, a Democrat from Round Rock, filed the bill in response to the death of Javier Ambler in the custody of Williamson County deputies. Ambler died last year after deputies arrested him for not dimming his headlights. Deputies tasered Ambler four times and he died because he had congestive heart failure. The show Live PD recorded Ambler's death and was canceled soon after. This is Texas News Radio. I'm James Pledger, and in the NFL, the Dallas Cowboys are on a bye this week, but defensive end Tyrone Crawford has been placed on the reserve COVID-19 list. The Athletics' John Machota reports that Dallas canceled yesterday's practice, and the team has announced it will not practice this week and will meet virtually during the bye. Dallas also claimed pass rusher Rondell Carter off waivers from the Indianapolis Colts. Dallas lost the undrafted free agent back in September when he was signed off their practice squad by the Colts. Down in Houston, the front office shakeups continue as Vice President of Communications Amy Palkik has been fired, citing a cultural fit. This, according to ESPN NFL insider Adam Schefter and others. Amy was the first woman in the NFL to have full PR duties and has been with the franchise since 2013 and was named the 2017 Pete Rosell Award winner. In Major League Baseball news, Astros outfielder George Springer declined his one-year $18.9 million qualifying offer and is becoming a free agent. Along with Springer, outfielders Michael Brantley and Josh Reddick are also hitting free agency this offseason, although Kim Rosenthal of The Athletic reports that the Astros are trying to work out a deal with Michael Brantley, who is interested in returning. Finally in the NBA, Spurs great and assistant head coach Tim Duncan is stepping away from full-time coaching, this according to Mark Stein of the New York Times. I'm James Pledger for ESPN San Antonio. All news, all for Texas. This is Texas News Radio. I'm Dennis Foley coming up. When can the average American expect to get vaccinated against the coronavirus? I'm Sherry Preston, ABC News. Dr. Fauci's talking about that. We'll tell you what he's saying coming up. The AAA's health-conscious travel tips for Thanksgiving. I'm Vicki Barker. Remote learning is not working out all that well for a lot of local students. And uh, more charges are coming for the man accused of killing a Houston police sergeant earlier this week. This is Texas News Radio. This is Texas News Radio. The impact of rising COVID-19 cases is being felt on the on healthcare systems all across the country. With records being broken every day and cases rising rapidly, new measures are being put into place. Tighter rules in Ohio and in El Paso County, Texas, Judge Ricardo Samaniego is extending a stay-at-home order. I've decided to extend the county stay-at-home order until we can regain some stability in our community. El Paso has 10 morgue trucks dedicated to itself in multiple field hospitals. Governor Greg Abbott is sending more medical gear and military help. Alex Stone, EBC News. Texas leaders are giving no indication of forthcoming restrictions as the state passed the grim uh, million case uh, milestone. Texas Governor Greg Abbott says local leaders should be doing more to enforce their own guidance. It doesn't matter what capacity limits you put out there. If you are unwilling to step up and enforce those capacity limits, you're not going to achieve the compliance that is needed to make sure that you slow the spread of COVID-19. Medical tents have been set up outside hospitals for the first time in the panhandle. El Paso has added mobile morgues in anticipation of virus deaths overwhelming hospitals. 
New Braunfels ISD officials are reporting that its students are having a hard time with pandemic-related remote learning. After the first nine-week grading period of the current school year, NBISD says more than 700 of its nearly 3,500 remote learners are failing three or more classes and 375 had problems with attendance. Remote learners are failing classes at more than twice the rate of classroom students. Trustees discussed what to do about that situation at a board meeting Monday. More charges are being filed against the 24-year-old accused of killing a Houston police sergeant. Harris County prosecutors say Robert Solis used a gun to threaten people in separate cases in January and October. They also say of the Sauce Factory gang. Solis is being held on $5,000 bond in connection with Monday's shooting death of Sergeant Sean Rios. His attorney has asked for an outside agency to investigate the shooting. Williamson County is dropping its lawsuit against Sheriff Robert Chody over his contract with Live PD. Commissioners decided to end the suit this week, saying Chody agreed to not sign another contract with any other reality TV shows. He was sued in May over the contract, which commissioners say was made without their permission. Chody is under, has been indicted on tampering with evidence charges and claims he made sure that Live PD crews destroyed footage from the March 2019 arrest of Javier Ambler. Ambler died in custody. Chody lost his bid for re-election last week. ICE has deported at least six women from a group who accused Georgia gynecologist Dr. Mahindra Amin of performing hysterectomies and other unnecessary and painful medical procedures without their consent. Columbia law professor Elora Makriji and a group of her students have been working to stop other accusers in ICE custody at the Irwin County Detention Center from being deported. What it seems is happening is that Immigration and Customs Enforcement is doing its best to destroy the evidence in this case. The Departments of Justice and Homeland Security are investigating the allegations. By deporting these women as swiftly as possible is making it impossible for there to be a meaningful, thorough investigation. Dr. Amin's lawyer has denied his client did anything wrong. Lilia Luciano, CBS News. This is Texas News Radio. From ABC News, Tech Trends. The familiar Apple startup Chime returns with the company's latest software update. And that's not all. Zach Hall is the lead editor of 9to5Mac. He says Mac OS Big Sur gives your Apple laptop or desktop a new look. So that aspects that are key to the Mac, like the dock where your app icons live and the menu bar where the items for you know controlling the apps live, those are all redesigned subtly. Big Sur is launching alongside Apple's new internally designed M1 chips, which allows users to run iPhone and iPad apps on their computer. Hall says there are some things you should keep in mind if you're thinking about trading up. Does the app that you rely on, like if it's an app that you have to have for work, find out first if it's compatible with Big Sur before you do the update. And then the next thing is, if it's a really old app, then maybe find out if it's even compatible with Apple's new M1 chips. The update is available now. With Tech Trends, I'm Michelle Franz in ABC News. From News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071, this is Texas News Radio. If it's approved by the FDA, what's the timeline for most Americans to get vaccinated against the coronavirus? The nation's top infectious disease expert, Dr. Anthony Fauci, tells Good Morning America if everything pans out, healthcare workers, then the most vulnerable, will be vaccinated first, starting hopefully sometime next month. The rest of us will have to wait another six months or so for our shots. End of April, early May, May, June, somewhere around that time, the ordinary citizen should be able to get it. Even with the rapidly rising number of cases across the country, Dr. Fauci says the U.S. can turn things around if people wear masks, socially distance, and take the rules and the virus seriously. 
Jerry Preston, ABC News. No surprise the pandemic means fewer Americans are traveling this Thanksgiving. It's a lot riskier. AAA is expecting at least a 10% drop in travel this Thanksgiving, the largest one-year decrease since the 2008 recession. If you are planning a road trip, the organization has these tips. Be aware of local COVID restrictions along your route and at your destination. Pack face masks, disinfecting wipes, hand sanitizer, and a thermometer. And thoroughly wipe down anything you're likely to touch at service stations or in rental cars. Vicki Barker, CBS News. A veteran from Cibolo is sharing his story about surviving PTSD. When Army veteran Sammy Viella tells people he's happy to be here, he really means it. Because you see, a few years ago, I almost took my own life. I was that close to pulling the trigger. Viella, who served with the 101st Airborne Division and Special Forces, spoke at a Veterans Day ceremony in shirts. Veterans go off to war, and they train you really, really well to do that. But they don't train you how to come home. They don't train us how to come back and reintegrate. Viela says the military is getting better at dealing with and treating PTSD, but for many veterans, help came too late. Elizabeth Ruiz, KTSA News. The largest indoor water park resort is now open in Round Rock, Kalahari Resort. Started letting guests in uh, Thursday, although park management noted coronavirus restrictions meant capacity is capped. Management tells KXAN-TV. They will be enforcing social distancing and requiring masks unless patrons are in a pool or on a water slide. Big Rib fans rejoice. Your favorite treat is making an appearance. It was the sandwich that went viral before viral was a thing. Now McDonald's is bringing back McRib for a limited time starting December 2nd. It's going to be the first appearance of the boneless pork rib sandwich with slivered onions and pickles in about eight years. McRib's become an elusive prize for devotees who scour the internet for reports that it's back on the menu at Mickey D's even for a short amount of time. It also helped launch the McRib locator a website to spread the word daria albinger abc news this is texas news radio i humbly accept i accept this nomination your nomination for president for the president of the united states of america united states this is it this is the moment Voice, your vote, News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. The news never stops. This is Texas News Radio. I'm Dennis Foldy. Coming up, the federal government is taking steps to make upcoming coronavirus vaccines free to the public. The Halloween night out on Austin 6th Street is a suspected source of a coronavirus spike. An elderly homeless man attacked while sleeping in a San Antonio alleyway. I'm Don Morgan. A story coming up. Free food for a MAGA hat. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. This is Texas News Radio from 550 KTSA and FM 1071. This is Texas News Radio. The El Paso County judge has extended a stay-at-home order through December 1st because of a surge in COVID-19 cases. Hospitals in El Paso County are overflowing, and mobile morgues have been set up to handle the increasing number of deaths from COVID-19. Every day that the county's order remains in effect is another day that we can save lives. 
It is another day that we can provide the, at least some relief to our health care workers. Under El Paso County Judge Ricardo Samaniego's directive, non-essential businesses are closed through December 1st, but the 8th Court of Appeals is expected to decide today whether to put a temporary hold on that order. Elizabeth Ruiz, KTSA News. And the U.S. is breaking an all-time record yesterday, Wednesday actually, with 144,000 new COVID-19 cases, according to the COVID tracking project in El Paso County, is especially hit hard. With cases rising rapidly in El Paso and in Lubbock, Texas Governor Greg Abbott announcing he is sending more protective gear like medical masks and gloves, is increasing hospital bed capacity and adding more military personnel to help deal with the COVID-19 crush. In El Paso, six mobile morgues have arrived, four more are on the way right now. The county judge is extending a lockdown order through December 1st to try to get a handle on the overwhelming impact of COVID-19. Alex Stone, EBC News. Another Trump train is scheduled to roll through San Antonio this weekend. Supporters of President Donald Trump plan to set out from Cowboys Dance Hall at 3 p.m. Sunday. The Alamo City Trump train's drive for 45 is a response to the uncertainty of the election. The media declared by Democrat Joe Biden the winner last Saturday. Uh, Trump has not conceded and is taking legal action amid widespread unconfirmed reports of voter fraud in several states Biden reportedly won. The gathering will feature music, food, and Trump merch. An elderly homeless man is recovering after he was attacked and stabbed several times. Officers were dispatched to the 2600 block of Nogalitos at 2.30 this morning. They arrived to find a 76-year-old man with stab wounds to his upper body. He tells police he was sleeping in an alley and woke up as his attacker was stabbing him. The victim was brought to University Hospital in critical condition. Police still searching for whoever attacked him. Don Morgan, KTSA News. Saying twice this holiday season about which toys you're buying. Noisy toys and those with choking hazards are among the toys topping the U.S. Public Interest Research Group's annual list of dangerous gifts for kids. But the group's also warning about Bluetooth-enabled devices that could pose data security issues and video games that could expose kids to harmful language and strangers. That's CBS's Steve Dorsey in Washington. This is Texas News Radio. ABC Entertainment News. At the CMA Awards Wednesday night on ABC. Eric Church. Eric Church finally winning his first CMA Entertainer of the Year Award, talking about how so many have lost so much this year. It's going to be music that brings us out of this. That is the one thing that is going to save the entire world. Politicians are about division. Music is about unity. Marin Morris, Luke Combs, also big winners, and the night significant for several planned performers and nominees who couldn't be there for COVID-related reasons, including Lady A and Florida Georgia Line. I'm the bad guy. Billie Eilish may be the bad guy, but she's the bad guy with a billion views. Her song, Bad Guy, just hit the milestone on YouTube, her first billion-view video. Bad Guy topped the Billboard Hot 100 chart last year. It was released in March 2019. And a milestone birthday for a legendary musician. Neil Young is 75 today. Jason Nathanson, ABC News, Hollywood. From News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071, this is Texas News Radio. Federal health officials have reached an agreement with pharmacies across the U.S. to distribute free coronavirus vaccines after they are approved and become available to the public. The goal eventually is to make them readily available like the flu shot. 
Uh, Thursday's agreement with major chain drug stores, grocery market ph- uh, pharmacies, and other chains and networks covers about three in five of pharmacies in all 50 states and U.S. territories like Puerto Rico. It looks ahead to a time next spring when yet-to-be-approved vaccines will start to become available beyond priority groups such as healthcare workers and nursing home residents. The approach of the holidays means the approach of another surge in coronavirus cases, according to medical experts. They partied on Austin's famed 6th Street on Halloween. No masks or distancing. And now Dr. Mark Escott of Austin Public Health says it's being reflected in the COVID case count. If we don't go back to those protective actions that we were taking over the summer and in the spring, we are going to have a miserable winter. Coupled with the arrival of flu season, doctors already are seeing patients infected with both coronavirus and influenza. Jim Ryan, ABC News, Dallas. Dallas is moving to acquire an early warning system that will flag potentially problematic police officers. The Dallas City Council Wednesday unanimously voted to purchase the new million-dollar advance system as part of a police department reform plan. Dallas Police Chief Renee Hall had said the the current system often fails to notice certain bad behaviors by officers. The vote enters the city into a three-year contract with Benchmark Solutions, the system's maker. Trade you your red hat for a plate of fried chicken. A restaurant in Louisville, Kentucky, is offering free food to President Trump supporters. The catch? They have to hand over their flags, T-shirts, and MAGA hats to get the free chicken entree, side, and a drink. Pogo's owners are Biden supporters. They say it's all part of their plan to try to bring the country together. But it's ruffling some customers' feathers. They say they won't eat there anymore. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. The Super Bowl halftime performer has been announced, even in the middle of a pandemic. We don't know what it'll look like, but we know who will be performing. <laughs> Singer The Weeknd tweets performing on the iconic stage. See you 2-7-21. The game is set to take place February 7th at Raymond James Stadium in Tampa, home of the Buccaneers. The 30-year-old says he grew up watching the halftime show and only dreamt of being up there. But there could very well be no fans in the stands, meaning the weekend would perform in a huge stadium and massive stage with no crowd reaction. Matt Piper, CBS News. Craving a live concert? A big global ticket sales and distribution company is working on a plan for safe in-person events. Ticketmaster is planning to bring back music and sporting events once a coronavirus vaccine is available. Be ready to download a couple of phone apps. Ticket holders will have to prove they've been vaccinated or tested using a Health Pass app that'll communicate with Ticketmaster's platform. Fans will likely have to get tested the day of or day before an event. What Ticketmaster does not want are people showing up hoping to get tested on site. Jennifer Brown, CBS News. This is Texas News Radio. KTSA AccuWeather. Mild tonight with increasing cloudiness in the low 65. Mainly cloudy skies for tomorrow with a high of 81. Saturday, times of sun and clouds, quite warm with a high of 84. I'm Gregory Patrick with your KTSA Stevens Roofing AccuWeather forecast. 